0: In one sense, I'm tempted to say today that the sort of contrast and conflict the evangelist is setting up in terms of Jesus' attitude to the law is a fake conflict because, as the Jewish people would know, this continuity of the law and the fulfilment of the law is in fact one of the central claims of Jesus. that he is the fulfillment of the law, which doesn't mean the cancellation of the law, it just means that there is a new perspective born of the fact that the law and its promises have been fulfilled. Now that doesn't mean wiping it out, that doesn't mean ignoring it, that doesn't mean trashing it, it just means that it is not the absolutely supreme expression of God's will that it was when there was no announcement by Jesus of what the way to following God through Jesus is really about. So what we can do is say, yes, the law is fulfilled by the way in which Jesus operates and executes God's will. But if it is that case, if it is in fact the fulfillment of what God wants done, then there are certain entailments in it. There are certain consequences about it. And the principal consequences are that what in fact is proposed by the Old Testament is completely and utterly completed by Jesus. We don't have to do it. Therefore, we don't have to slavishly follow the prescriptions of the law. We know that Jesus has fulfilled those. What we need to now do is find out who Jesus is, what he invites us to do, and how he connects us to his loving Father. That is far more important than our ever becoming uh, absolutely, completely and utterly addicted to the fulfillment of the law as such. He has fulfilled the law. We don't need to do it. And so he can say, heaven and earth, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or part of the letter will pass from the law. That's because the law has been fulfilled. It doesn't need to pass away. And all these things have taken place. So therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do it is in fact living in denial of what Jesus has actually done for us. We don't have to ourselves do it now because it's the act of grace and our response is the worshipful embrace of God's will. And what we do is embrace and obey the commandments that Jesus has given us. And what are the commandments that Jesus has given us? Love God and love our neighbour. That sums up the law. And our invitation as believers is to go there and do that. Let's keep it as simple and as accessible as it can possibly be so that we can enjoy the intimate presence of God in all the ways that God wants to be present to us.